0: I get frustrated because I get tired. And when I get tired, fatigue sets in, and we need to stop. I just, you know, I'm I'm tired. I'm ready. And she's like, oh, God, if we could just make it here, then tomorrow we can do this. And in other words, she's your typical crappy damn boss that you got to follow (laughs) and do what they say. You can't, you're cussing (laughs) her behind her back. You got got no leverage because there's no one else. It's just (laughs) the dog and the master. Oh, God. All that.
1: Welcome to Six Figure Trucker podcast where we share advice on how to be successful in trucking and have fun while doing so. We'll share stories, news, and advice on how to earn six figures in trucking, and we'll speak to guys and gals that are already doing so. Let's get to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Six Figure Trucker brought to you by Norton Transport. And to you guys that join us each and every week, you know this is where we elevate and celebrate the driver's That make the wheels go round and round for Norton Transport. They do so much on and off the road. And we have learned over the last couple of years here as we've had this podcast, they lead some very interesting lives. And joining us for the second part of their appearance here on the Six Figure Trucker is Mark And Michelle Schleyer, you heard them last week. Now this is a couple. They met a couple years ago, and they ride together. They've been married uh, for about a year and a half, I believe it is. How are you guys?
2: Doing great.
0: How are you doing? Wonderful.
1: Doing wonderful. Now I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for asking. And you explained to us last week about uh, how you guys met, and you're a tow behind couple. You tow the car behind you. You travel together. And you've been able to see some fascinating places. And and I just wanted to recap a little bit from last week's episode. Mark is a very experienced driver. Uh, He kind of walked us through what he's done. Kind of get us back up to speed, Mark, about your uh, experience as a driver. Uh,
0: Twelve years with uh, moving uh, uh, combination vehicles with uh, auto truck, doing the the freight liner and uh, Western SARs Also, we would go to Canada and bring back the uh, Peterbilt and Kenworth. So, um, have probably delivered, I don't know, 2,000 trucks over those number of years. Uh, and uh, Michelle dissolved. Could uh, decided to give up the traveling and flying and doing all that stuff. And then Michelle uh, something bit her, and she decided she's going to up and quit her 15-year State Farm insurance agent position and convinced me that we can go off and do this alone. And we've been doing it for a year and a half, I guess now together and uh, no looking back. We're just pushing forward. You know, the whole idea was to semi-retire and not work so hard, but we're having such a great time and they're, they're throwing crazy money to to get these trucks moved that it, it just makes sense to keep going and, you know, make retirement even better in the future.
1: No regrets and loving life. Now, You guys right now presently, Mm -hmm. as you joined us last week, we're uh, on the road making your way to your delivery and then on to home. Now, home is uh, Livonia, Georgia. Is that right? That is correct. That's right. But you guys have a very Mm -hmm. unique home. Many other people don't live in the type of dwelling that you guys have. Kind of walk us through (laughs) where you live and how you got there.
0: All right. Well, um, I'm a uh, almost a private pilot. I've got my check ride in two weeks, but I've been uh, flying ultralights and different kind of aircraft for about forty years. And my dream, uh, right before actually for forever, but uh, especially after I met Michelle, was to sell up my big house and to uh, move into or build a house on an airpark. And so we live in our airplane hangar. We've got an apartment and a and a motorhome and Literally, and we've got a, a small. Um, I've got a 1958 Cessna 172 that, uh, and a 54 foot hangar door. And literally, when we're home, we can I can raise the door and push the airplane out and take off, and 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 that's where the real adventure for me begins.
1: What's that like for you, Michelle?
0: Um,
2: it's like I sure never expected anything like that. <laughs> um, we are. <laughs> We're living in our motor home right now. Um, we're working on building the apartment, so um, can't wait for that to get finished, for sure. But um, it's going to be awesome when it is. Um, it's, it's really amazing. I love flying, so um, it, it's, it's really cool um, to be able to just fly right from your house. And there's not that many people in our area. So, you know, it's, it's really nice. It's, it's cool. I mean, you tell people and they kind of look at you like, <laughs> you live where? <laughs> and, and they kind of don't get it, but <laughs> um, or they think it's really cool either way. But, um, but yeah, it is. It is really cool.
1: Have you guys made very some cool. uh, some uh, very uh, memorable trips in that Cessna well I,
0: I'm, I again I'm, I get my I've got my check ride to get my private pilot in a couple of weeks actually two weeks from today um, the 15th of December so I've been flying solo she's flown with me a few times with other um, with uh, in other planes with other people but uh, that whole adventure is about to, to unfold we um, I started back flying again after stopping. For so many years, and uh, a little over a year ago, and then right before I was going to get my test, uh, the the plane I was renting had some problems, and I had to cancel. And right now, getting a, a check ride, I get your private pilot's li- you know license completed is as a four to six month advance notice. So we got through that one, and then um, nine months ago, we were I was took a week off and was going to go back up to Charlotte to finish, and uh, wrecked the motorhome on the way and had to cancel that check ride well then we bought the hangar and moved down and got all that redone and now it's finally come back around again so we have, should have already been flying with her but hopefully uh during christmas we're gonna if i can get the the, the license completed we'll, we'll start that that flying adventure together
1: do you have any destinations in mind oh the, the, <laughs> the first one is,
0: is is kitty hawk where powered flight began with the wright brothers uh, that would be about a about a you know six hour flight from from the, the North Georgia to get there. Um, that we want to go to Oshkosh, uh, Wisconsin, where the largest air show is held every year, and then down to Sun and Fun and every other kind of destinations. I've actually got we actually have a hangar in Gastonia, which is a kind of a suburb of Charlotte. And our plan is since a lot of our loads start in the Charlotte or High Point areas to have a, a car parked. Uh, we have multiple uh, tow vehicles um, to where we can have a tow vehicle parked at our hangar in Charlotte, which is a three-hour drive from Georgia, but it's only an hour flight and that we'll be able to pull out of our hangar in Georgia, fly to Charlotte, put our our plane in the hangar, and then jump in the car and then go, you know, go deliver trucks. try to minimize the amount of uh, over-the-road driving we've got to do, especially in our car.
1: You guys are taking it to a new level.
0: Well, the, you know, we started – uh, we started an LLC, um, which is all kind of recommended as you get into this, and diversify it. So the airplane is owned by the LLC, the cars are owned by the LLC. All that stuff we write off, write off all of the majority of the travel expenses. Our cars are actually um, owned by the LLC. Insurance is a little bit higher, but um, you know you got to protect yourself, your assets, and also you know maximize the income opportunity and potential. And all of this stuffs. You literally can go to any H&R Block um, tax preparer thing, sit down with them, and for $200, $250, you can get your corporation set up. You can get your LLC set up. They can guide you through what's deductible, what's not. They give you advice, hey, I would do this, I would not do that. I mean, it doesn't take a huge you know, wallet and a lot of money to jump into this and to get you know, the, the, the knowledge base. Um, H&R Block is on every count has one, and those people are also so helpful. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not as big of a crazy adventure um, as it sounds like when you have the right tools in your tool belt and are willing to have the gumption like Michelle does to step out and say, you know what, I know, I know nothing about this, but it's in my heart, and I, I, I want to do it, and I'm going to do it, and we push through it, and we, you know, we make the things
1: happen. That's f- fantastic. And uh, talk about, I mean, the obvious thing here, it's like not only are you able to have those protections, but how much have you been able to, you don't have to name a monetary figure, but uh, been able to minimize your tax burden by doing that LLC? Michelle, I'll let you talk about that, hon.
2: Um, that does help because um, what we do is we have um, – our pay goes into our LLC. So, and then we just cut ourselves paychecks from the LLC. So then we pay quarterly taxes on our paychecks. So then we're not paying any kind, we're not paying like lump sum taxes at the end of the year either. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, it just, it just helps all the way around um, when you do it that way. And then, um, then you can write off all these, these things, um, which me being, having my background in insurance, um, that's where I knew that was the way to go with the LLC because you know you want that protection um, for your assets, obviously. Um, because where would we live in a Sue happy world and anybody's looking for any way to make a fast buck, and so. You know, they're going to go after whatever they can. And we've seen it so many times. And so, you know, the LLC is that that protects you. And, you know, you get your insurance through the LLC and, you know, you're just you're perfectly covered. And you don't have to worry about everything that you've worked so hard for just going up and smoke over some silly frivolous lawsuit. True.
0: And one one other thing about that is that when you form an LLC, and you, I think like we get paid, oh, we get paid like a thousand dollars each every two weeks. So we're not I mean, we're not getting paid a huge amount of money, but we're no longer just self employed out there entrepreneurs trying to make it happen. We're employees of a company, and we have get a paycheck, mm-hmm. and we've got deductions made just like anybody else. So when you go to the bank. And you try to get a loan after you've been employed somewhere for six months. Well, who do you work for? Well, in our case, our, our our LLC is called Maxification LLC. And, oh, yeah, we work for Maxification LLC. And how long have you been there? Well, I've been there for six months. And here's my paycheck stub thing. And, every, and it's just like you work for mm-hmm. Walmart or any big company. You're no longer this, well, I've got my own business and I just started it. It's so a lot of the mm-hmm. crap you have to go with with proving that, Right. showing your records and profitability, it's gone because right. we, we now, we work, we work for a corporation just like, you know, so many other Americans. And, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, unless you're going for something, you know, outlandish, you know, a $80,000 mm-hmm. car or truck, but even that you can get after, you know, being employed for the company for mm-hmm. a year and you have steady proof of your income. Um, that's a huge thing that mm-hmm. it's, it's somewhat of a deterrent. I would think for some people trying to start their own company because it, you don't, you know. Again, talking to Megan with with Norton, and she was telling me, you know, not many people have their their cars. And you know, we were in we were in Quebec and Montreal, and a, and a young lady was there waiting on you know to pick up her vehicle. I guess she had flown herself there to get a truck uh-huh. and to keep going on things. So I mean, you don't have to have the big expense of the car. Yet you can put yourself out there and still take advantage of growing a business without really having to come up with a whole lot of money. I mean, $250 to start a company, a corporation, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, that's not a lot of money to me, but I know some people might struggle, but I think after two or three months of doing it, you could do that, set it up. Like I said earlier, get with HR block. That was a, that blew my mind. Cause I had very expensive accountants in my construction company. And Michelle had a, a similar uh, construction company with her husband for all those years and to think that this little neighborhood h&r block thing can can have you so incredibly set up and looking you know like professionals for for god next to nothing Mm. um huge huge plus i mean you talk about this whole conversation of getting involved and getting the training and getting the tools and finding out and, and getting the gumption and taking that step you know it's 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 really easy when you find out who's out there and what their tool bags have and how they can, how they can make it happen for you. And they're all just so incredibly ready to to help you.
1: Speaking of uh, tool bags and uh, taking it to the next level, I thought of something that you guys were uh, just talking about there, the tow behind car and you guys going to Canada a lot. uh, Just share with people, some of the things you got to do to cross the border, not only in the truck that you're transporting to deliver or the reverse coming out of Canada, but you've got that tow behind car. What kind of paperwork or procedures do you have to go through for that tow behind car?
2: Well, there's nothing really special with the tow behind car. Um, when we go, when we cross into Canada, of course, we have to have our manifest for the truck or the bus, whatever we're taking in. And, you know, they just ask us if we have anything to declare and occasionally, well, actually going in, we've never had them check, but coming out, we've had them actually, you know, look in our trunk and, you know, kind of glance through the car because they'll, they'll look in when they, when they hear us say, you know, well, we just came through this morning and we're coming back out. Well, why do you have so much stuff in there? Well, because we transport vehicles, and we usually come out on the road for, you know, a week or two at a time. So we have a lot of, you know, enough things for, you know, a couple of weeks on the road. Sure. And they kind of look at us like, you know, we're kind of crazy or something. so, uh, you know, a couple of times they've had us pop our trunk and look in our stuff and, you know, but it's it's not been a big deal, you know, because we don't have anything to hide. But, <laughs> um. But yeah, they do they do just kind of ask the the basic questions. Do you have any weapons or drugs or anything like that? But you know, they they kind of just look at our passports and want to know what we were doing there, where we're from and how long we were in the in the country, that sort of thing.
1: Gotcha. You're listening to The Six Figure Trucker brought to you by Norton Transport. And we've been so, so blessed to have Mark and Michelle Schleyer joining us on this episode and last week's episode where they talked about the beginnings of how they came together, how they spent the time on the road. Now we're hearing about their life living in an apartment in an airport hangar with an RV and a Cessna there. It's fascinating stuff. I wanted to ask you guys this question. Uh, Mark had mentioned it. About the air show in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, uh, Michelle, I believe mm-hmm. that is a big, passionate part for you.
2: Yes, I, I was actually born in Oshkosh, so um, yeah we we used to go up every summer. Um, we moved to Florida when I was young, but we spent most every summer up there, and, and we would go to the shows and. You know, it's, it was a huge thing growing up, um, so I have always loved it. And so when we first met, um, and Mark asked me where I was from, I said, well, I was born in Oshkosh, and I thought his eyes were going to fall out of his head. He was like, no, you're kidding me. And I no, I was born in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And most people look at me like, Oshkosh, you know, like, is, is that a real place? <laughs> I didn't know that was real. And um, he just couldn't get over it. he's like, the Oshkosh, where they have the biggest air show in the world. Uh, yeah, that Oshkosh. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how, you know, we kind of really connected in the beginning, too, about, you know, the flying thing. Because then he started telling me about his, his love of flying and uh, his passion for it and everything. So, you know, that turned out to be a big, big bonding thing for us, too
1: now so, yeah you guys have been able to do uh, a lot of the things you've wanted to do and we talked about uh off air before we started recording your top three desires if you guys can each kind of lay those out and how you've seen them come into fruition what are those top three things
0: well that's, that's uh that's interesting um i think we're we were actually i think we weren't even married we we're still baiting and i asked her yeah. what are your top three things and um she had mentioned that she wanted to quit her job. She wanted to get, and she didn't want to quit her job. She wanted to get out of corporate America. She wanted to get off behind the desk and do something different. Was number one. Number two was to be able to travel, and number three was to be her own boss. Um, and uh, that was that was great. I was all you know excited for uh, it, until it kind of entrapped me in what having to give up my top three <laughs> things, which were get off the road, stop driving, get away from that, be able to semi-retire, and then uh, purchase, get an airplane, and end up uh, building or acquiring an airplane hangar home. And uh, and obviously, my tree and her tree overlap, but the problem is, is that she wants to continue working, and to do this job, to be really successful, she needed me to do it with her, and so that's kind of how that whole thing came together and actually it came as so we had this conversation early on and i agreed and we're going to do it well i'm kind of a type a personality controlling management educated driven and i was driving this just like it was a you know like i was a still with the other company and it's not like that you're not you're not a big fish when you're no longer one of 390 drivers in a you know hauling for for freightliner and you're all of a sudden just working for norton transport and you're pulling your car behind you and her and I we we kind of got into a big probably the first big blow up we ever had and I think so, family, yeah. I decided you know what we we both can't run this thing she ran her office for 15 years i'm trying to run this and i said you know what i i said you know what and those three and three those three desires of mine three desires of hers came right back together and i thought you know what, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm flying every day and I've got the hangar home lever, whatever else. And you need to, if you want this, you're the one who wanted this desire with the own business and doing it. You need to take it. I'll support you. I'll just be your employee. And that's kind of how it all started. And actually, I mean, going back with the struggles, competing with different companies and trying to whatever, two people can't run something, but especially two strong people can't run something. When I kind of stepped back, and just kept my position of authority on hooking up vehicles and knowing the best runs, knowing the different regulations, the different permits, the chain laws, all the stuff that I know about the, the actual physically driving it. When I decided that, that I would continue to do that, but step away and let Michelle have the day in and day out, I don't see. I mean, she has little baggies from h our block that we she puts our printed uh, uh, delivery receipts and all their our fuel receipts go into it. She's got it all organized. She deals with all the accounting, the HR. I mean, I don't have to do any of that stuff. Um, I help her pick loads or I'll throw in my opinion. But, you know, a lot of times when it comes down to it and it, it's, well, I want this and she wants that, someone's got to lead. And, 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 you know, a lot of times we work that together, but somebody's got to run it. And basically, this is this is Michelle's company. And I'm, I'm along for the ride and along for the good and the bad. Um, I get frustrated because I get tired, and when I get tired, fatigue sets in, and oh, I we need to stop. I just you know I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready And She's like, oh God, if we could just make it here, then tomorrow we could do this. And in other words, she's your typical crappy damn boss that you gotta follow and do what they say. <laughs> and you can't you're cussing her behind her back? You got you got no leverage because there's no one else. It's just the dog <laughs> and the master, and I'm not the master anymore. So. Oh well, well. God! All that
1: from what i'm hearing from what you guys do what you've been able to do putting it all together you're the definition of a union and you're having the time of your life in this in the skies to be on the road uh wherever you want to go uh, i i think that a lot of people when they hear this are going to be jealous envious of what you guys have been able to do and what you've been able to accomplish and in a word how were you able to do it all pull it all together that's you,
0: honey. <laughs> Boss lady. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think we just work together. We know each
2: other's strong suits. And, you know, I defer to him on a lot of things because I don't know, you know, different things about the job. And um, I definitely, you know, I know I can't do it on my own. And... I do know when he does need his downtime and he definitely has to have that. So I don't mind going out and I do feel comfortable now going out and doing it on my own, you know, here and there. And, you know, we just kind of, we give each other our space when we need it and it just, we make it work.
1: You've listened to Mark and Michelle Schlier here on the Six Figure Trucker. Brought to you by Norton Transport. They have just told you how. They share the best of each other, make it work, and have an incredible time across this nation, up into Canada, which Michelle loves so much. And I just got to tell you both, thank you so much for joining us on The Six Figure Trucker. Brought to you by Norton Transport. And uh, I hope you have the best weekend and a very happy holiday season. Thanks, John. I
0: wish you the best with your family, too. And all the Norton drivers and people out there. Thanks for having us again.
1: You bet. Thank you very much. And thank you guys for listening to us each and every week here on the Six Figure Trucker. Brought to you by Norton Transport. Six Figure Trucker is brought to you by Norton Transport. Norton Transport is a drive-away trucking company that customers can rely on. It offers excellent independent contract driving opportunities to professional, courteous, and qualified drivers, They can provide the kind of service we deliver. If you're interested in learning more about Norton or just want to subscribe to the show, check out 6-figuretrucker.com. That's 6-figuretrucker.com.